When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Losing six to two to losing six, six to, three. to three, so you can say that's progress, baby perhaps. Steps. Um, it's, baby <laughs> it's baby steps. And thank you all for tuning in to the PHNX Coyotes post game show, brought to you by the one and only DraftKings Sportsbook app, America's top rated sportsbook app. Don't forget to hit that like button while you're here watching the, us live on YouTube. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and leave us a five star review. I'm Leah Merrill here with Steve Peters, and it wasn't quite the storybook game that we watched last no. night live at Mullet Arena, which we'll get into a little bit I was later. Say, can we go back to Mullet? That was a little bit more fun. Uh, the TD Garden curse continues, continues, and the Coyotes are still winless. But I will say, there was a moment there where <laughs> there was, like the other day, we said, oh, there was maybe a moment where you kind of felt it. They were tied. They were tied six minutes into the third period. Like tied to, with the Bruins. I, the way yeah. the way this game ended six three, I woke up this morning thinking that's probably how it would go. But the way it unfolded went differently Absolutely. than how I thought. Like if, if you would have said, "What's the score going to be tonight before the game?" I would have said, "Yeah, this." But it's three three with six minutes to go. You're going, "Well, hey now." And I I thought honestly at that point momentum had shifted. I didn't think Boston was putting on a big push at that point. So it's really unfortunate that it went that way in the end. But I'm going to rewind and bring it back to the start of the game because we talked about the start. Yeah. And we talked about how important the start was in the last game, and they were horrific, giving up three in the first five minutes and being down three nothing. So this, and Andre came out and said in the post game how important the start was going to be tonight in Boston. It's got to be a start. We've got to be prepared to play. First five minutes, two penalties, include put them down five on three. Five on three for about 30 seconds. And they're down one nothing again. Again, that's not the start. This team, no, there's no secrets. This team has to play almost flawless mistake-free hockey to stay in games. And even then, they might not win, but it'll keep them in games. You can't start off in the penalty box in the first five minutes, five on three against the Boston Bruins power play. You just can't do it. No. So, so that's unfortunate. That will be it. I purged out the negativity because we're just going to try to be positive. I don't think that's going to be the only no, negativity. No. Yeah, probably. <laughs> but probably yeah, you're, you're right about the start. Um, th- yeah. It, th- once again, it was the same thing. Although, you know, Thursday's game, they led in three in the first five. This one, was it felt they felt a little bit more settled in the first. But still, like you said, they can't you can't give up goals in the first five minutes at all. No, but you know what else they did in the first five minutes? Clayton Keller had a scoring chance in the first five yep. minutes. And that was like something to come in the game. Like you could say, oh, Keller's here tonight. Where we talked about the last game on Thursday, eh, Kelly, we said, oh, it was his first game. He needed to get it under his belt. So he, he got that tentative play out of it, out of his system. He needed to be better tonight. And he was. Like Keller was noticeable. You noticed Clayton Keller tonight where I don't think you did on Thursday. Yeah. And it started in the first five minutes where he gets a shot on goal and a scoring chance early on a rush. And you go, okay, Clayton Keller's coming back. You'd still like to see him with Schmaltz. It's unfortunate that Schmaltz is out of the lineup. Um, but you did take that as another bright spot today that Keller took a step forward again. And, you know, he gets a, a power play goal later in the game. But he took a step forward today. I think that was big for this team with Four more games left on this road trip. <laughs> and wow. this is the smaller road trip of the two, which is crazy. But yeah, go just continuing on about Clayton Keller. 
not only did he have that scoring chance early, he was more noticeable in this game, but it felt like the Coyotes were on the power play almost the entire second period. It was unreal. Um, And that's great. That's why the second period, I think, went as well as it did. And it's, listen, it's not easy to have a successful power play against any team, let alone a team like Boston. But for Keller to get a power play goal, he was active on the power play. Like we, when he scored, I, I felt like he's due and he was and he and he got it in. And then we noticed a little bit later that he and Gostaspare switched and yeah. it felt really unnatural. And I know it's just one of those little things, but you look at the power play and you think if you're staring at the Boston Bruin goalie on the right circle, that's where Clayton Carroll scores his goal. He's a left hand shot means a sticks towards the middle of the ice. So when he gets a pass, he can shoot quickly. Later in the power play, he was on the left circle. So now it sticks on the board side and he can't shoot. And Gostas Bear was on his shooting. So I, I don't know if it was intentional, if they just ended up that way. Um, ideally, you go back to when you had Kessel on the, the, you know, his offhand and Keller on his offhand. You can shoot from the middle of the ice. That's ideal um, to have two left-handed shots. Somebody's going to be with their stick to the outside, which made it a little tougher. But on that power play, we talked about it with Richie the first night. Keller tonight, and I thought the key to that was the ability of the puck movement by Michelli. I thought he moved the puck extremely yeah. well. Uh, Another good power night play. from him. I, I thought he looked good again tonight. And if we're developing players in this organization, that's a guy that's moving moving along the way he should be. You go, oh, you noticed him again. There's yeah. little things that you noticed. Yeah, Michelli's a player. Michelli's got some skill. He, he can distribute the puck well. He's got an offensive upside, and he's just a kid. So... Again, find the positives. Keller was a positive. Michelli was a positive on the power play. Great. So that's two things from the first period that I think we can look at and go, okay, that, that was okay. It's unfortunate they're the behind at the end of the first period because <laughs> we talked about the, if you saw Leah's tweet, the four, what was it, four? Four, four penalty, penalty minutes, minutes, three shots on goal, two goals, goals against, against, one period, zero goals, four. Yeah. And, and a partridge in a pear tree. Um, a couple comments. Really good. Thank you. I'm re- have a really good singing voice. Not um, a couple comments. Just while we're staying on the positive train, um, Stephen said boys look great tonight. Scoreline doesn't reflect the pace of the game, which I think is yeah. a valid point. I agree. Um, and then JMT said, "Is it me or does Hayton look more confident when he has the puck?" <sighs> See, I thought Hayton was better in game one than he was tonight. He was and more noticeable know. to me in game one. One of the but things not, tonight. I don't think he looked bad tonight. No, he wasn't bad. and He didn't make big mistakes. But a, a couple of times he's out there with Michelli and Gunther and Hayton. Well, that's a very young line. And I think that you're going against a Boston Bruins team that has more experienced veteran players. I think it was noticeable that they were boys against men a few shifts. I, I love Barrett Hayton's game this year. I, I just didn't think he was as noticeable today yeah, as he that's was. okay. As he was previously, they skip. They switched up all the lines tonight. It was completely different. It's hard to go from one game to the next on different lines, um, and you know, just injuries and and all what of happens that causes now? A shuffle because Schmaltz isn't going to. I don't know if Schmaltz is playing. I we'll say we'll that. talk to Craig. Yeah, hopefully. I don't know if he is going to, but but I would anticipate. I would anticipate shuffling the lines again. I don't think they're set in stone. It does take time to get that. Where it's yeah, that's the line. Yeah, like yeah, I I, I like those guys that, that they fit really well together. Um, I don't know if we've seen that yet, where any line is really clicking and and like oh they have to stay together. They're clicking offensively on the power play, so that's working. But five on five, ah, they're not they're not quite there yet. Yeah, I still think they need to find their mix and what they're going to do. So I I wouldn't be surprised to see the next game against Toronto that they mix the lines up again. And maybe it'll be the magic mix that gets them the dub against the Leafs. Yeah. I'm just going to keep beating that keep drum it, yeah. until it happens. Getting it out in the universe. We'll I see. appreciate it. We'll see. Well, let's take a look at tonight by the numbers for our overarching view of tonight's game. Obviously, the 6-3 to three final. It's crazy because in the first period, the Coyotes were outshot 12-4. to four. And then they came back that second period again. Again, they were Same. on the they were on the power play. It felt like a majority of the period, but they outshot Boston fourteen to six in that period. Which it's funny if you were with us last season, the Coyotes always had their collapse. We and called second, it we called it the second, second period, period collapse. collapse. Yep, we've been seeing the, this game and last game the second period revival. So maybe that'll be the theme. But you know, then of course Boston came back and outshot them in the third. For a final of 43 to shots to 24 in favor of Boston. We talked about the power play already, one for three. Boston was also one for three. Face off, you know, pretty even 45 
Arizona 55 Boston and then hits. Um, this was a physical game in the first nine seconds. 29 hits for the Coyotes, 28 for Boston. Yeah, I, I think a couple things jump out at me here. Keeping Boston one for three on this power play and concluding that five on three and really the one goal that's after the first five on three expired or the first penalty on the five on three expired. So it was five on four. <laughs> oh, good gosh. Really? Well, he's got a drinking problem. <laughs> so, yeah, on audio, this is there's pumpkin porter all over. <laughs> anyway, so I'll keep working. No, you go ahead. Yeah, whatever you no, need you to do. No, you keep talking. No, you, you go ahead. But no, I can't so, do anything. I'm so the power play, the keeping Boston <laughs> off the scoreboard on the next two power plays, I think, was was outstanding. Shots on goal. The Coyotes are going to have to learn how to limit those shots on goal. This is two games where you're over 50 last game. You're over 40 this game. They can't continue at this pace, especially, and people aren't going to like when I'm saying this, especially when Vimelk is playing like this. Yeah. If he's not lights out, you can't give up 40, more than 40 shots. And I, sorry, I, I know there's a lot of people that really like the way Veggie plays, and there are nights we've seen him be outstanding. It just hasn't been yet this season. Yeah, no, not yet this season. And you can't average five goals against a game. Yeah, we're, we're let in five. Let's, we're all six, six and five, so five and a half. Okay, so all so yeah, five yeah. and a half. That's like yeah, you can't be five no, and a half. And and listen, like no, we've we we say this all the time. This team isn't there to win per se. They're not expecting Vimelka to be a Vesna candidate, but. The thing that's going to get us through these next 80 games is watching close competitive games. And your goaltender has to play a huge role in that. And they need to be tight competitive games. So you can't be letting in five goals because the Coyotes, frankly, don't have enough offense. Like, it'd be one thing if, you know, Vamelka's letting in five, but the Coyotes have an explosive offense that's scoring six and seven a night. The Coyotes don't have that. So Vamelka has to be better. Yeah, and we talked about with Colorado last year. If you're the Colorado Avalanche, you can win 7-6. You can win 6-5. The Arizona Coyotes, and I'll mark this again, they're not going to win 6-5. to five. They just don't have that ability. This is a team that if they're going to win, it's going to be 2-1. to one. And when this game was 3-3, three to three, tied in the third period, you needed to have that save. I, I, I think that, you don't want to say that's, the, yeah, that is the difference of the game. He needs to make that save. Yep. And the last two goals, 4-5, and five, are clean. I, I think he's got to have them. So it's disappointing because he does make big saves. He's got over 50 in the first game, over 40 in this game, but it ends up being a big deal that he doesn't get that extra save um, in the third period. Not, I want to make it clear, I'm not faulting Karabu Melka saying, hey, this is losses on him. Well, he's he's put in a bad situation. But he could, yeah, absolutely. And this, again, if, if this team doesn't get in the penalty box and they maintain offensive zone puck time more and they don't give up 45 shots, then he's not in that position. And so it's on the whole team. Goals against is a team stat. It's not a goalie stat. It's a team stat. The team needs to defend better. They need to turn over the puck less. From the top of the circle to the red line, they turned the puck over. must have been 20 times tonight. And that caused a couple of goals. When you're trying to come out of your zone, you need to make the easy play. And if you can't make the easy play, bang it off the glass. And I think that's one of the things as this season continues – I'm going to start harping on that. You know what? You can't always make a tape to tape pass. Get it off the glass. Get it out of your zone. Live another day. And we'll try to defend again. I I think the turnovers is an issue tonight. More so tonight than it was in game one. So I thought turnovers is a big problem. And and again, they're going to have to find a way to stay out of that box. Because tonight, being down that five on three in the first five minutes changes the tone of the game. If they could just settle into the game for 10 minutes, maybe they can get a different outcome. Having said all of those things, it was 3-3 in the third period. We are pretty happy with that, sitting here watching on TV. Yep. We are pretty happy yep. with 3-3 in the third. Yep. Uh, well, now it's time for our favorite segment. Sean, roll the clip. Hello, Craig. Craig's calls. Craig, oh, and he's not in a basement. Oh, look at this. <laughs> I am uh, illegally in a suite, actually. Uh-oh. Oh, no. All the doors were closed and locked. I had to climb over glass to get in here. You did me. not. There's like, there's like 70 beer cans in this particular suite, so somebody Craig's had Craig's going to get arrested live on our show. Wow. It'd be... What's worse, that or me spilling pumpkin porter yeah, on myself? We had a pumpkin the- porter <laughs> incident early in the show. 
Uh-oh. The yeah. pumpkin porter incident that was made way worse by you allowing yourself to get smacked in the face by a paper towel. <laughs> paper, paper towel. Yeah. You could have walked them up to her and gently placed them, but no. You threw Time them was across. across. I just felt like we needed to address that because the chat was not letting it go. So Yeah, anyway, but it's true. Sorry. You got hit in the face with the paper towels after spilling the pumpkin porter. There, you're caught up on what's going on here, Craig. <laughs> that's, all, that's what you missed. Can you tell us what's happening Is there the a clip meantime? of this? Is there a clip of this pumpkin porter? There will be. Am I going to see this? You will see this. It was on air. Excellent. What uh, what 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 did you find out after the game? Okay, we we've just had a few minutes to start going over what we thought. You know, some of the keys to the game and the numbers were. But um, what are you hearing in Boston after the game? Well, I, I mean, they like the fact that they battled back, right? Even though they were down early in this game, Andre Turini liked their start a little better. He thought they were more competitive. But you know, I heard just as I was coming in, I heard you mention PD that. They're in the box. And I tweeted that. It's like they, they talked about their starts. They talked about being more disciplined. And they're down five on three, you know, like two and a half minutes into the game. It does set a tone. Even if you don't give up that second goal right away, you know, it changes things. It messes up your lines. It gives another team momentum. And and my God, I, I felt like Boston played 18 of the 20 minutes of that first period in the Coyotes zone. I, I almost wonder if Boston took the foot off the pedal a little bit because they thought it was going to be so easy after that first period. But you know, give the Coyotes credit for battling back. I like some of the things I'm seeing with their special teams. Their power play is really moving the puck around well. Um, some of their their personnel on that unit are really doing good jobs. Matias Michelli is jumping out for me in these two games. Yeah, and I, I'm interested in their PK as well. It's been aggressive. Obviously, Gostas Bear said he got like the first sh- shorthanded goal he can remember since he was like seven years old tonight. Wow. But they're right in the game. It's three three, and then you need your goalie to make a save. You need your goalie to make a save. Yep. Yeah, and I think that was kind of the th- there were so many things, Craig, and, and I know this is what we expected from this team. The physicality was there tonight. I thought they competed with this Boston Bruin team, who's a, who's a physical team too. And I thought Arizona competed with them physically. I think the special teams were evenly matched. Five on play, five on five play. Boston probably had the edge. But it comes back to what you said. It's the goaltending. And I know when you're giving up 43 shots, you can't go, oh, the goalie was awful. But he needed to make those saves. And that does change the outcome of this game. So we have to, again, Craig, we find the positive. I agree with you on Michelli and his puck handling. What did you think of the other youngster tonight, Dylan Gunther, in his first NHL game? Well, I didn't think the moment was too big for him. And, and Andre said this after the game. He's not one of these guys who's jumping all over the place, really emotional. He's a... He's a pretty composed guy, and I thought we saw that on the ice. Look, I'm I'm not going to come here and say that Dylan Gunther is ready to be a star in the NHL. We've talked about this. I still don't think he's ready for this step yet. I think he's just going to get some time, and I got to believe he's going to head back, unless, of course, they keep getting injuries, and then maybe he'll have to stay here. But it wasn't too big for him. He had a couple chances tonight. They were good chances. The, the puck on the breakaway was just hopping on him a little bit, but I thought he still got off a good attempt, and Swayman made a good save, but again, he he was doing a lot of good things. He was in good uh, body position. I thought he was decent away from the puck as well. So the game did not look too big for Dylan Gunther tonight. And I talk about it when you see a guy in his first NHL game or a young player playing. There's a couple things you want to look at. And most importantly, you don't want to see that big mistake where he causes something to happen in the defensive zone. And he did not do that. So he didn't yeah. stand out in the defensive zone and believe me, that's where you can cause a lot of problems. For a young guy that's not used to assignments and the speed of the game, he did not look out of place or make any big mistakes in the defensive zone. In the second period, he has a shot from the top of the circle. Um, good shot. Yeah. Difference in the Western League, that shot might go in. The yeah. National League, eh. You're going to need some screens, tips. You're going to need a little help. I, I know he's got a great shot. But he's not going to score in the same way he does in the Western League. He's going to take. It's going to take him some time. The breakaway. I th- I honestly thought that was his oh moment. Oh my god! After we watching were, we Josh were all Stone, holding our breath. I thought he had it, and we watched it on slow motion from the lower of the ice. He's going five hole, and he doesn't miss by much. The yeah. kid's a goal yeah. scorer. He's going to be an NHL player. His development path is right on track. I agree with you, Craig. I think he needs to go back to junior um, and keep developing, be an all-star, take this team back to the Memorial Cup and and do great things down there for another year. Yeah, but again, it's it's nice to see that he wasn't overmatched tonight. Like I, earlier in the preseason, I just thought he looked out of place, but he's, he's growing into it. He's already learning some things uh, with his time here. And, and, and you mentioned this, Petey, but he said 
Like when, when he got stopped on the breakaway, he's got stopped on that other shot. He said, the goalies are just better here. I'm going to have to adjust to that. I'm going to have yeah. to figure some things out. So he knows it already. He's processing it. He understands that's the situation. Yeah, obviously Gunther got to play tonight because Schmaltz is out. Is there any update on Schmaltz's status? And we learned, you know, in the middle of the game that Connor Timmons left with an upper body injury and won't return. Do you have any updates on either of those injuries? I unfortunately do not. I don't even know when Connor Timmons got hurt. Maybe you guys saw it. We were trying no, to. No, we didn't. We went happened. back and tried to find yeah. him, Craig, and we didn't. Yeah. So Andre didn't have any information, and I'm I'm trying to track down what's going on with Nick Schmaltz, but there. Are, there's some Coyotes officials here tonight, so they, they, they were, uh, they were busy powwowing with each other. So I didn't get a chance to ask anyone, but I'll, I'll try and follow, follow up on Nick Schmaltz. Obviously, that's a big deal to have him out of the lineup because it's, it's completely juggled their lines that they had planned to roll out. You know, they only got to do it for, for less than a period. Craig, you're, you're there with them and better with this team. Is there, with him out of the lineup and Spicy Dill in the lineup, is there an extra forward on this trip, or is this it? This is it. Yeah, so at they some may, point they may bring someone. Yeah, they may. You're, have to you're crossing the border into Canada, right? right? You're yeah, going into going Canada, to Toronto. So to me, you if Schmaltz isn't ready to go, they've got to get another body on the way. They have to if yep. you're going into Canada. That's just. But I work here, not Toronto, there. Toronto, Montreal, Ottawa. So this whole upcoming week is in Canada. Yeah, so I would think that if 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 tomorrow morning's practice and Schmaltz isn't close that you'd start to see a body moving from Tucson. Yeah, yeah, you got to believe they bring it in. And also, as I reported after the first game, I think Jacob Chikrin's going to join them in Canada on this trip. So we'll see how that goes. I mean, he he's uh, he's not ready to play yet, but I think he's going to start practicing. You guys reacted to that one. Well, I know. It's, it was, it's, it's, it's my surprise face. <laughs> yeah. Sorry that sorry that you reported it. I didn't know. I felt bad. No, he, he, he did. We talked. To, he oh, said that he news. might, but even if he comes, he's just coming for more rehab and more skating and more. I, I don't think he's ready to jump in the. Well, good to be with the team. Oh yeah, he absolutely needs no, to be with the team. It's progression. Yeah, and he has been cleared to shoot now, so that's that's a big step, right? Yeah. Because with the wrist, when you think about the, you know, the pressure, the strain that you put on a wrist uh, when you're shooting, because it, it's his left hand and. And that's the one that takes all the impact on the shot. So the fact that he's been cleared, it sounds like he's cleared to do everything now. Now it's just a matter of, you know, working himself into game shape. I don't know when he'll shape, play yeah. at this point. Yeah, yeah. But uh, as I reported in that story that neither one of you read. Um, I just said I did. It. I didn't read it. I did. You were doing, you were busy. <laughs> you are busy. You it's been a busy happen. 24 hours. You know, it's it's call it coincidence, but two of the teams that they're visiting this week in Canada are two teams that have been widely reported to have interest yeah. in Jacob Chikrin in the Toronto Maple Leafs and the Ottawa Senators. So take, who is, take of that what you will. Yeah, and so you know what? Maybe, again, if he joins this team on this trip and depending on where the injury bug hits, if, if he's cleared to physically cleared to well, play, you Connor, never know. Connor you Timmons know. is out now. <laughs> yeah, 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 never say never. And, and Connor Timmons, I guess Bummer. we'll wait and see. Like this could be yeah. just a he might be ready for practice tomorrow. We don't know. Um, right. If it's something more than that, that's unfortunate for that kid. Yeah, I saw yeah. AJ on Twitter who uh, covers the abs for DNVR quote tweeted Craig saying it just you know it's so disappointing and I just think we're so jaded because he was out that whole season almost last season he's been out with Colorado so I just hope that this is something minor because we're we've barely gotten to see Connor Timmons and he's supposed he's that piece he's that that prospect that future asset that we haven't really even gotten a chance to see yet so I want to see more of him I hope this isn't that big of a deal yeah and there is we yeah, talked about to, just needs to play games yeah we he talked about the games the positives Craig I thought Keller took a step forward today I thought he skated better I thought he controlled the puck better he was noticeable clearly he gets the goal on the power play but he was you noticed Clayton Keller tonight so just two games in I think he's starting to shake you know, he had the post in the first, he had the goal on the power play. I think he's, I don't want to say he's back yet, and he's Clayton Keller again, but you can see it's coming. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, he jumped tonight. He had some chances. He looked like his old self after just one game. And, you know, it's interesting. They gave him a maintenance day yesterday. He didn't practice in Boston. And I think that's smart, right, when you're coming back from that sort of injury. They just want to be careful. And he looked like he had some jump to his step tonight. The other two guys, and I know they're they're getting on the score sheet, so it's easy to say this, but... I mean, Shane Gostas Bear and Nick Ritchie are doing some good things. Nick Ritchie's really playing effectively on the power play, and it's not just that he's scored two goals already. I'm watching him when he doesn't have the puck. Puck retrievals, as you know, PDR, 
crucial part of a power play, and he is working his ass off to get pucks back. There was a play where I thought it was going out of the zone, and he drilled someone along the boards and just took the puck away and fed the point. Plays like that keep a power play going, give you more chances, and give you momentum. He was another guy that I had as a positive for tonight because I, I know he wasn't on this. He didn't get a goal tonight, but but he was around it on the power play. He had two chances in that second period again. Uh, he's around the net, and and I. It's funny because he was interviewed on Bally's, um, and we saw it on TV here. I think he's he's another guy that seems to be happy here and that he fits in here, and I think that that's helped him be able to do the things he that he can do here. And I don't know if he was a good fit in the other teams that he's been at. You know, and you just yeah. wait for him to break out. I think he's been a good fit here in Arizona. And I tell you what, if it's late in the game and I need a goal, Nick Ritchie's on the ice. Like cause he's he makes things happen. As you said, can recover pucks and he's physical and strong enough to separate guys from the puck. So I I've been really pleased with what I've seen out of him. He picked up right where he left off last year, um, two games in. So that's another positive in that we keep saying it. Find the positives, and I think that's another one. Yep. I don't know if you want to count this as a, a positive because I don't know people's stance, but like just to see the physicality in this game, and I totally forgot this happened, but Liam O'Brien, you know, dropping the gloves. I know yeah. people have their opinions about fighting, but, you know, to, to see that, the passion and energy, and he's trying to get the team going. And that happened at the beginning of the second period, and then what happened in the second period, they had their best period of the game. So it's good to see the buy-in from the team, even though – you know, it's it's been a, a bit of a struggle out the gate here. Um, that was another moment tonight that stood out to me. Yeah, and I think that's what we're going to see. Yeah, go ahead. No, I was just going to say that this part of the way this team's built. Like it's it's the physicality. I'm not just fighting, but the, you know, we talked about Richie and his ability to separate guys from the puck and the physicality in Cassian. I mean, Cassian got a maybe gave a little uh, stinky glove to somebody in the face in front of the net too. It didn't get called, but there's some toughness in this team, and I I think yeah, that makes a difference. They didn't get pushed around. This Boston Bruin team's a tough team, too. I You didn't notice them pushing Keller and Gunther around. I think it's a big difference in this team versus what we've seen the last few years here in Arizona. So with the goaltending situation the way that it is, and, and I, I didn't, you know, Corral Vimelko is going to make some good saves in the game because he's going to face a lot of rubber, right? Uh, and, and I thought it was the same thing with the last game where he settled in after maybe a little bit of a shaky start. But I, I thought there were a couple goals where you could say, eh, maybe you should have that one back. When you're looking at this goaltending situation and you're looking at the work that these guys are getting, and it's again, it's not just the shots, it's the shot attempts. It's it's the amount of times that you have to go down. It's the amount of zone time that you have to deal with, and it felt like the entire first period was in their zone. How long do you wait before you give Connor Ingram a shot? You're asking Petey? Oh, yeah. yeah, well, he's a coach. But Petey, that was more a joke because Petey's really bad at guessing. Nobody, yeah, that was what ah. that was about. That was what that was about. They're going into Toronto on Monday. Connor Ingram has three NHL games in the regular season under his belt. I don't play him in Toronto. If, if it's me. Maybe Montreal. I He will play if, again, I sit here behind a microphone. It's really easy. <laughs> if I'm in that room, I'm pushing for him to play in Montreal or Ottawa. He has to have one of those two for me. I think with the experience of Amelka, and you're saying he's an experienced guy and he's under 60 games in the league too, so you're not saying he's you know George Vesney either. I think he has to play in Toronto. I think it's a high-pressure situation in a full building against an unbelievable offensively gifted team. I think Amelka has to go again, even though he's given up a few in both games that I think he'd like to have back. I think Vamelka goes there. Now, Craig, there is an opportunity here in Toronto if it goes off the rails early that you can get Ingram in to get a few shots so then he can start the next game or start in, in Ottawa. I, I believe he starts in one of the two. Um, okay. But I, I would throw Vamelka back into Toronto. Speaking of Ottawa, how are the Ottawa Senators doing? That much-hyped Canadian team. They lost 3-2 to Toronto tonight. Mm -hmm. Montreal also lost tonight 3-1 to Washington. Um, by the way, Vimelka's faced 96 shots wow. in the last two games total. So. Is that bad? Is that bad? Yeah. Over two Yikes. games. That's what I'm talking about. And then Yikes. look at the shot attempts. And like I said, the zone time, I mean, where you have to be dialed in. I know. You, like, you, yeah, it's going to be exhausting way. for him. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and we talked about that. They got to get their shots on goal down. And and that starts with a few things. That starts on making better passes out of the zone. It stops turning the puck over and defending the net front better. Once they do those things, and funny enough, a good offense is a good defense. If they have the puck better 
and more often in the offensive zone below the blue line, you're not giving up shots. They have to find a way to limit shot attempts. They have to. You can't give up this amount of shots every night against teams that are playing in the National Hockey League. You do this to Matthews and Marner on Monday night and give them 75, 80 shot attempts. Good luck. Yeah, so, like somebody said, night. somebody, Brian said with Toronto over under and shot 75. <laughs> I mean, unless the e-bugs play and then there's a chance the e-bug plays in, yeah, in Toronto. Yeah, goaltender woes in Toronto, but that's fun. Yeah, they, they do. All right, I have two questions for you guys and then I'm going to go out. Okay. I'm going to go, go out in Boston here with my buddy. <laughs> yeah, leave first us off, to finish the show. First you go off, drinking. I, I, have, I haven't had a chance to ask you guys what you thought of the mullet experience. I was not there and I was very oh, you jealous there? of you guys. You weren't no. there? Did you I miss was following that? following along online at like midnight and one in the morning. But... Did you literally miss a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity for an opening of a brand new building in Arizona, Craig? That's I too, did because that's too bad. <laughs> because I wanted to see the Coyotes give up six goals. But in Craig went game. to the Oyster yep. Bar in, in oh, Boston. That's a close, I did. A close I did. second. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, we're definitely gonna get into this in more detail, but it was absolutely electric. That's what everybody in our group just kept saying. Electric is the best way to describe the atmosphere. That's how Frank. Craig, I got to tell you this. Yeah, I've been to a lot of college buildings, a lot of pro buildings. First of all, college and pro, they're they're different atmospheres. They're different vibes. This was a college vibe with a college band. The student section on their feet for 60 minutes. Uh, It was... Uh, a hockey's who-who's, who's who of Arizona who's hockey who? people. If you know anybody Who-hoo. from around the rinks in Arizona, they were there. Either they worked at them or you know them or they played in one. They were at the game. Um, it was really, really, I I, 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 I can't even find the, the it, it was cool. Thrilled that I was there. The atmosphere is absolutely, when they say electric, it, you get chills like when you're watching it, that game. Like electric in the sense that you feel you do. it in the air. It is. Uh, I can't wait to go to another college game in the mall. Can't wait. Yeah. That's, that student section yeah. makes the difference. It is so loud. And, and you, we, you and I have both been to games in Oceanside. You can't hear the card. You can't see the ice. This is, and that's something Greg Powers said last night, too. At Oceanside, the glass blocks the noise. But yeah. here it was coming down onto them. You're, so. Craig, I, I am I am sincerely, I'm excited for you to see a college game there. I know the NHL is coming and you'll be there in two weeks at that game. But I, I'm excited for you to experience that. And one moment that you would have enjoyed, and I know we're, I don't want to get off the rails too far, um, is during the National Anthem. As the lights dimmed, I looked down on the ASU bench and I just looked at Greg Powers watching the National Anthem in that building. And I just tried to put myself in his shoes of what he's gone through so from a player to a coach and club to this moment and what must have been racing through his mind right then. Like it was it was really something to behold. And I, I, I feel sh- I'm so proud of what he's done for that program. And he is an I, I tell you what, I what an amazing guy. I've got a new respect for him after listening to Chirsten Sussell's piece on him. Amazing. It's a great story. If you haven't heard it, listen to it. Selling in the program. But Craig, can't wait for you to taste a little bit of that. It is absolutely amazing. Yeah, I'm going to get out to the CC series this weekend, this next weekend. So that's oh. why I'm coming home, guys. I'm not staying on this trip. I, I yeah, think you, you said I've, already, ha- I've had enough. 12 goals those guys against, on the team that want to come home right 12 now? 12 goals against, 96 <laughs> shots against. Guys calling uncle. Yeah, beyond that, Lee and I have both had enough of Montreal for a while, so we're not yeah. going yeah. there. Um, it's cursed to travel there, did you know? I did know yeah. that. Yeah, feels like it. The other question, oh, by the way, Dylan Gunther's parents flew through Montreal. They had delays. So of course. saying. Yeah, just say it. The other question before I go, Petey. No. How did you come up with that dance? <sighs> I, I still love Craig. Everyone in Four Peaks yesterday was at was, that was the, say the, is, to, the hot it's, topic. It's been six months that I've said no. And I kept saying, I'll do it then, I'll do it then, I'll do it. And Leah, with two minutes left in the show, said, well, he's not going to do it. And I said, you know what? Yeah, I'm going to do it right now. I'm going to do it right now. <laughs> Minnesota Viking fan, you've seen the touchdown dance. Jefferson in the end zone, a little gritty. <laughs> And that's how it happened. And All so right. now I've checked it off the list. I'm done. I don't have to do it again. Although there may be more dancing to come. I'll just leave okay. it at that. I would say, I mean, six months, it, it feels like you owe us a little bit of interest on that debt. So maybe. That's, yeah, yeah some, I like that. There may be some things that were discussed at, at Four Peaks at the, the watch yesterday. So we're, yeah. we got some plans in the work. <laughs> All right, or, guys. I will right, see Craig. you back in the Valley in a few days. Travel safe, Craig. Enjoy Boston. Bye. Bye. All right. Well, we mentioned Dylan Gunther and his debut. We mentioned his breakaway. 
Have we even mentioned that he got a point in tonight's game? First assist in the National Hockey League in his first game. In his first game. Not every player can say that they earned a point in their first NHL game. And that is why Dylan Gunther is Is. tonight's DraftKings king of the game. And hopefully this is the first of many Many. crowns placed upon Dylan Gunther's head. Um, you know, we've said it, we're not necessarily expecting him to be here past the nine game trial. I know there's some debate in the chat about that. Either way, he's a part of this future and he started tonight with his first career NHL point. Dylan Gunther, our DraftKings king of the game. Good for Spicy Dill. Are we on Spicy Dill? We're going Gunner. Are we just, um, I, they plug and play or they mix and match, mix and match. Okay. But I'll, um, the chat can chime in. Let me know. By the way, your ca- your sighs are being counted. Oh, uh, I see seven Spencer. right now. Spencer's Ugh. counting. So just I n- did have a couple of good ones during the game, too. <laughs> I, I do it. I swear I don't even notice I'm doing it. Spicy King Dill, Ooh. says Charles. Love that. CWP. Um, anyway. Missed CWP yesterday. I don't know, but he said he's going to hopefully get oh. out to some games at the mullet. Uh, Steven said, can we get some four peaks shipped to Virginia? Oh, Steven. I don't know. It's money. We've both got our four peaks going right now. I don't now. know if you can ship... We have half sure years you left. I, d- I didn't spill that much, I promise. I promise. Um, and Charles also said, I screamed in my apartment when Petey danced. So epic. That's literally, that was all people were talking about yesterday at Four Peaks, I will say. How about the fight? Can we talk more about the fight? I wish we could have seen the fight. Um, can we they talk more about fight. Dylan Gunther being... I'll just stop. That was <laughs> it. I just want to say that. I saw it on my notes. Oh, fight. Okay. It wasn't really a fight. Okay. That's it. Anywho, um, Dylan Gunther is our DraftKings king of the game. I just pulled up. Oh my God! The the baseball game finally ended after 18 innings. Oh no! Um, Houston won one nothing <sighs> against nothing Seattle after 18 innings, aka two back to back baseball games. Um, so people who had money on that game were sweating. Yeah. For hours and hours and hours and hours. Um, and Petey won a lot of money today. I had a really good. I had a drafting. I have money. I was I was fired. We were money literally. I was five for five in college football. Today. Unreal. Yep. Unreal. Um, and it's that time of the week where we're gonna throw it to a DraftKings pick of the week. Uh-oh. And I'm not putting PD on the spot because his hot streak is probably ending today. I don't know. How's your hockey? How are your hockey bets doing? Not as good. Okay, so we're not gonna trust PD, but we're gonna trust Sean because he's usually pretty hot with his picks. So Sean, what do you got for your DraftKings pick of the week? All right, this one might be a big surprise to a lot of you, but the Buffalo Bills play tomorrow. They play the Kansas City Chiefs in Kansas City. I'm still taking the Bills, minus three, out plus 105. Jordan Poyer, Tremaine Edmonds, Dawson Knox all playing yet again. That probably means nothing to a lot of you, but it's a good thing for the Bills. They're the best team in the NFL, and they're going to – I'm going to say they're going to blow out the Chiefs, but I think they'll win by more than three. So Buffalo Bills, minus three, out plus 105 is my DraftKings Sportsbook pick of the week. Why are you making that face, Petey? It's Bills and Chiefs? Yeah, yes, sir. Sure. Uh, yeah, I guess it's something we haven't really talked about that we probably, I'm surprised oh, we haven't sure. really acknowledged it. Are you a Kansas City fan? Uh, my wife is. Oh. So that'll, okay. be a, that'll be a thing at our house. And okay, now I, now well. Now I know it's going to be this game, so great. I gotta okay, well, that. that's Sean's DraftKings pick of the week. If you want to go Team Sean or Team uh, Team Chiefs, team, Mahomes. Team Petey, um, you can do so on the DraftKings Sportsbook app if you're not. If you haven't signed up yet, new customers can bet just $5 on any NFL team to win and get $200 in free bets if they do. And if that's not enough, everyone can boost their winnings with DraftKings stepped up same game parlays. Right now, for every leg you add, you can boost your winnings up to 100%. And with payouts bigger than ever, why bet on football anywhere else? To make things even sweeter, you can throw down on stepped up same game parlays once per game day all season long. It's simple. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook. Use the promo code PHNX. That's code PHNX on the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. I promise I did not spill as much Four Peaks as it seemed that I did. I'm drinking pumpkin porter. Yep, I'm kilt lifter. You're a kilt lifter. Um, We had an amazing time at Four Peaks yesterday. I've already seen some comments in the chat for people who were there. It was so great to talk to everybody. And it was really cool because the tickets went on sale just to our members. So... Everyone who was there was a member because they got all the tickets before they could go to the to everybody else. Um, and it was cool because, you know, everybody's in our members only discord. So, you know, a lot, it was I, a lot of people I'd met before, some people I never had. It was cool to put, you know, usernames with faces. Um, it was it was a blast. It was so cool and so special to be at Mullet Arena for the first 
men's game um the like the the official ribbon cutting it was really special and it was really special to start out the day at four peaks i know everybody yeah. enjoyed some brews before the game some tacos um what were you drinking i saw you always with a there? beer in your hand yeah i was kilt lifter kilt lifter yeah. always yeah. yeah you're you're you're, too, yeah, you're true to your to brand out. i am and kilt and i know um you know there were limited tickets for that event but we have tons of events in the works with our friends at Four Peaks, so stay tuned for more information. If you're going to drink, you must be 21 or older and enjoy responsibly. But you don't have to be 21 to come out to our events, and we'll be there again on the last Wednesday <laughs> of the month for last Wednesdays. Yeah, and that's kind of, is that coming? No, not not yet, not yet. Couple I don't even know what day 20. that is. I don't even know what day it is the today. 28th, okay, I believe. Um, all right, well, let's finish up our thoughts on the game because then we have a couple other topics we want to get to. We haven't talked about the fact that Brown scored his first goal as a Coyote. Yep. And I saw a comment earlier, and it's so far back, I can't even find it. But somebody said, did did it seem like Brown was a little bit more engaged? For sure, it's this, his old team. Yeah, because it's, it's his old, old players. Team. And yeah. he was a little... T- you know what? When you play with against your old team, you don't have to be nice to guys you didn't like anymore. And I, hard to believe when you're in a locker room with 23 guys, there's guys in there you don't like. You don't say it publicly. You there's always say, hey, we're all buddies. But... There's guys in there I'm sure he didn't like. And I tell you what, between whistles and after the end of plays, you saw him pushing guys around, and there were words several times tonight um, from Josh Brown. So I think that was a little I, – I, I'm sure he was thrilled that he got that goal, <laughs> that it was yeah, yeah. that it was a little extra special and he had a little more jam tonight. I thought he was a little more physical tonight, a little more engaged tonight. Um, really happy for him that he was able to do that back in Boston. Yeah, that was awesome. And then that goal was assisted by your boy – Bukestad. Yeah, Bukestad, finally. And and Gunther, that was the goal. See, you know, here's the mistake I didn't make this year. Like, last year, I, w- I got on the King Louis train to to lead this team offensively. <laughs> and I know I talk about Nick Bukestad, the Minnesota boy, all the time. And I did not make the mistake of saying he was going to lead the team in goals this year. Even though I really, really wanted to, I did not. But he got a point. He did get a point, um, which was exciting um, for yeah, it's great. Great, keep the Minnesota we, kids. Love we, it. Yeah, uh, we touched on it with Craig, but that shorthanded goal by Shane Goss is very unreal. Like Craig mentioned, he the first, yeah. first of all, the first in his NHL career, let alone Craig said the first he can remember since he was like Kid. S- yeah. a child. But I saw a comment in the Discord earlier, like, "What's the assignment? Raise your draft stock." And Shane Goss is continuously trade stock. What did I say? Draft. You said stock? draft. Yeah, but that's okay. It's we're all thinking draft. Yeah, we're, we I, got it's draft HK till draft day. H K to draft day. H K H K T T D. Okay. T D D. Yeah. T D D. Clearly, my brain is not firing. I d- I did not sleep a lot last night. Um. And, and by the way, before before we continue, the reason Leah is a little tired today is she wrote an article. I did. And if if I am saying this sincerely, um, if you haven't read Leah's article on gophnx.com. And you want to know what mullet was like? Her article like puts you back in the scene, puts you back in the seats. Absolutely phenomenal. She did a great job. It was Thank a great you. article. I really enjoyed Thank reading you. it today. I appreciate that. See, I didn't read Craig's, but I read yours. <laughs> no, I was like, when Craig was like, I said this. It's like, yeah. oh. Yeah. I, and it's so funny because I actually read, I read Craig's story too. on Christian Fisher this morning. So it's not like I wasn't I read them all. reading his stories on, on the website. But um, yeah, thank you. Yeah. That was really if good. you haven't had the chance to read it, um, if you want to know more about the atmosphere from Mullet, it's on gophnx.com. And I believe it is unlocked. So anyone can read I don't even know how you do that. Like, you guys always talk about that behind this, behind. I, I don't know. It's up. It's YouTubed. It's streamed. It's YouTubed. Just, it's out there. Oh, man. Well, Sorry. Back, to the, back to this game. Um, we talked about Clayton Keller already and Michelli, but the other assist on the Keller goal was Travis Boyd, who played in his 200th game tonight. Yeah, so. It was a nice assist on the power play. Again, the power play clicked. I think the five-on-five five chemistry we saw with him and Schmaltz, unfortunately, we only saw two minutes of it, so we don't know if it's there again. I, I'd have to think, and I said it already today, I think the lines will get shuffled again. I, I just, I, I think they'll have to find a way to generate more five-on-five offense. I like Travis Boyd on the power play. I, I think they need to make a change five-on-five to get Clayton, somebody else, get him the puck. I was going to say, maybe at one point with all the line shuffling, we'll actually be right about our original lines that yeah. we did, but they released Chase on, so it's impossible. Yeah, I know. I th- who knew? But, but maybe it's, we talked about this too. Maybe it's time Barrett Hayton gets to play with Clayton Keller. Sure. Because I think with, with Schmaltz, Boyd, and Keller, there was a little bit of chemistry that they were able to, to you know, hopefully carry over. But with all Schmaltz, 
I don't know if I feel the same right now with Kraus, Boyd, Keller. I, I'd like to see Barrett Hayton get a chance. We'll see. Sean? No, I was just going to say that it's funny because you mentioned it being Boyd's 200th game, and I feel like at a certain point in the season last year, that's how our king got started getting decided. Is oh, just yeah. Someone hit a milestone and they get king. <laughs> We're so not there bad. yet. We're we haven't there. yet spun the wheel to determine the, spun the king. Spun the wheel. We pulled, we we pulled kings out of the hat. We were pulling things out of the hat. Oh, boy, that was miserable. But it's only game two. We got a long way to go. Unreal. But we're going to have fun. We're gonna we have fun. are going to have fun. PD, any final notes from this game? You know, there after, again, being down early, for them to come back and tie this game, I think was impressive. I think it's it's easy to drop your hands, drop your shoulders, and give up. I think it's easy. So to continue to play and continue to compete and get back into this game and tie the game in the third period, I think that is a huge stepping stone for this team. Again, I don't think it's a point that's going to flip the script and they're on the way to the playoffs, but it it keeps the team going, okay, we know we can do this. And I think once you see you can come back in a game, I think you're more likely to go, if you're behind again, you go, hey, we did it before. And I think that, as a, as a Coyote fan, keeps you interested and engaged if they're competing. So that was exciting for me. I And I am also really happy for Clayton Keller that that it's coming. Yeah. I, I, I don't think he's back to where he was. I don't think he's up here, but it's coming. It's yeah. going the right direction. So that's good. And to hear, keep your eye on it, to hear Jacob Trickin might join the team on yeah. this trip is really interesting. It's, it's really significant, for sure. Um, and also, let's not forget that this team is on the road for six games. It's the longest season opening road trip this franchise has ever had. It's yeah. not even the longest one they're going to have. In a, you know, they're going to go on that 14-game road trip here in a minute. But it's hard to be on the road. It's hard to start on the road. And for the Boston Bruins, that's their home opener. Yeah. So we were just at the Arizona State hockey home opener, and we yeah. saw the energy in that building. And obviously, there was a lot of other factors contributing no, to that. Right. But you know, they're going into a number of home openers and it's, yep. it's hard to be on the road, um, let alone be the team like the Coyotes are facing all of those challenges. Um, Shane has appeared in the chat. I'm sorry, Shane. Welcome to pack therapy. Sorry, Shane. This is the per Shane is a huge Mariners fan. This is the perfect place yep. for him. We're to sorry. Come because we know what it's like therapy. when your team loses. Everybody cheers your four peaks. Cheers. Cheers. Welcome cheers to the to losers Shane. lounge, as they say on, uh, I think they say that. on. Thanks for DMR letting me crash nights. your show yesterday. Shane D. By that. the way, if you haven't watched Shane the next like, Sun Devils postgame show for last night's Sun Devil hockey game, PD was on there for yeah. a hot minute. Unreal. Like, what a lineup of guests. Unreal. Absolutely amazing. So if you haven't checked that out, Coaches met you didn't even have players, to be at the game or faculty. watch it to know, to, to appreciate the, God, did the I show. Feel, do you know Fred McMurray? Anyone? No? Somebody in the chat's got it. My three sons? Nope. 60s, no. 70s sitcom? No. No. That's what it was. It's a guy that had three sons. That's why they called it My Three Sons. It's kind of how I felt yesterday. PD, I'm doing this mainly just to be a dick, but my mom wasn't even born yet that time. Ooh. <laughs> oh, wow. But that's what I felt like. That's what I felt Oh, like. my god. It was gosh. My Three Sons. I felt me in the... It's a little out of my age depth there. Oh, well, it was it, it was, was really great. It was really great. Um, I still see comments about me spilling the pumpkin porter. I promise you, though... I got a little on myself and a little on this table, but I did not get it on this the chair. That was my biggest concern in that moment. Like everything moved into slow motion in that moment. That's why I, I threw it because I was like, I need to get it these paper towels as fast as possible. On the more furniture, yeah. furniture. But you throwing it at me, the the so risk for Karen more spilling. Oh, I, I'm okay. accurate. Sorry. I knew where I was doing it. I shaded to the right side, so it was away from the beer. Okay, well, yeah. I'm not a great catcher, clearly. But the more furniture was saved. I swear nothing got on it because I wanted to preserve these beautiful chairs, which are so comfortable. It's nice. Like, if you're watching on YouTube, my feet are up. This is a relaxed atmosphere. Um, so don't worry, Jacob, if you're watching. I did not spill on the more furniture. Um, I promise. And Sean, by the way, has been moving all day long into his new place. Got some furniture in your car right now. Mm -hmm. Furnished yeah. by more. Yeah, no, I have. I don't want to say I have the best apartment in the greater Phoenix uh, area, but <laughs> the most Sean it's the best ever. looking. It's the best furnished off Fair area. Enough. There we go. Fair apartment enough. I'll give you that. Greater Phoenix Although area. we did decide today during the watch, because it's just the three of us here on a Saturday watching the game. We did decide we probably could live in the studio. A hundred percent. You would just have to go downstairs to the gym to yeah. shower and then take your laundry, laundry to a laundry. Other than that, this studio, like the, the furniture here, is as big as my We apartment. could absolutely live here. You could a hundred percent live here. Just saying. So anywho, 
Um, check out more furniture if you're looking to spruce up either your home, your office. Um, and they are ha- they have a fall furniture sale going on right now. Morefurniture.com. Plus, you'll receive a $100 gift card for every $1,000 you spend, which is an unreal deal. And Fantastic. while you're at it with, you know, furnishing your apartment, once you get your core pieces down, you can start to decorate. And all Arizona sports fans need Arizona merchandise. And the place to get that is FOCO because they have officially licensed gear for men, women, and kids and everything from bobbleheads to swimsuits to Crocs. And this week, they have a brand new Cardinals hoodies for all the Cardinals fans out there. Today was Hoodies, weather, the rain, huh. like like a snuggie. I'm, I know what a hoodie is. <laughs> like I'm, I'm old, but I, not I'm a hoodie. But no, not not a hoodie. <laughs> not a hoodie. Hoodies with a Z. E E Z. Oh, that I don't know. That's like a snuggie. Okay, you know what a snuggie is? Yes, I have snuggies. Cra- you have snuggies too. Well, yeah. You and Craig. Can you please wear them on a show one day, please? <sighs> Maybe a late night. Maybe like one from home. I had set, Snuggies back in the 70s, okay. like when they were real sleeping bag ones with buttons instead of zippers. <laughs> buttons. Anywho. It's a fun word to say, by the way. Button. It's the ultimate loungewear. <laughs> so I believe it. Head on over to foco.com. Literally, it was a thing. For all, with a Z. 12 size, by the way. For all non-presale <sighs> items, 13. Use the promo code PHNX for 10% off. <laughs> All right, we have a couple other non-coyotes things to get to, but they're all related. Um, couple we we last season we updated Tucson Roadrunners scores. Yep. Um, they won their season opener last night against I think the Henderson Silver yep. Knights, um, two to one. Goals scored by Milos Kellerman and Tyson Empey. Yeah, I've never heard, I don't yeah, know Tyson Empey, but tonight of today, Kellen got us first. We talked a did. lot about him in, in training we camp, did. so that's great. Good for him. And um, and got uh, Coach Potvin in his first win of the season. Good. Yep. Good on them. And then unfortunately, they lost today, six to two. <laughs> Goal score. Craig's gonna kill me. It's not Ronald. Not what? How do you Kronot. say his name? It's not. Caught. I don't know. He's got a very K N O T assisted by Carcone and D. And then Sean Sebastian D scored the other goal assisted by Carcone. So two assists for Carcone. Good. And we'll yeah. we'll continue as this goes on too. Lee and I got a chance to go back down the I ten and talk um Tucson Roadrunner hockey. It's something we try to keep our eye on, especially when we're uh, in a rebuild here up in Arizona. It's fun to keep an eye on what's going on down in, in Tucson. Yep. So, and good on them splitting on the road. And uh down the highway from us. Colgate and Arizona State night two, the second night uh, down one nothing right now early, after yeah. one, but it's still really early. Time. There's two periods left. Time. I'm sure the building will be rallying behind the Sun Devils tonight because it would be great to see them sweep their home opening weekend. And Petey, you were all over the place yesterday, yeah. not in a bad way, not like he was a disaster. He was like physically all over the place yeah. um, because the Dones were there. Shane yeah. Doan, um, his whole family, but I'll pass it over to no, you. No, it's hard. And we, we talked about this before. If, if, if Hockey's a small community. And if, if there's a big hockey event, there's going to be hockey people there. And you just know people. So I knew people. And every 10 feet, I go, oh, I know that guy and knew that guy. So it was a, it was a lot of fun. But I did get an opportunity to spend some time with Josh Dolan's dad. And that's what we're going to call him for mm-hmm. the season. It's Josh Dolan's dad. Got to spend some time with him. But more importantly... I'm going to throw in a weekend binge. Wow. On a, on a Saturday, Saturday post game. Weekend binge. Because not only was Josh Stone's dad there, Josh Stone's sister was in attendance at the game, Gracie Doan. And there's Gracie Doan and Josh's dad <laughs> at the game last night at the Muller Arena just after Josh scored his goal. And Gracie, um, Josh's sister, starred in a movie that premiered yesterday. Ooh. Yesterday on Lifetime. What a, what a day for the Dones. On on Lifetime, the shoplifting pack. I haven't watched it. De- I said, I'm not lying here. I actually DVR'd this. No way. Uh, 100% the true story. I Love DVR'd that. this. I am going to watch it tomorrow. Well, I'm probably tomorrow. It's Sunday football. But I am going to watch it. And I, I, I was giving um, Josh Dones' dad a hard time because <laughs> what do you pick? Do you pick the ASU game or do you pick the, the premiere of your daughter? And he said, we started watching the movie at home and we had to leave and it's so suspenseful. And if you know your <laughs> Lifetime movies, they're always suspenseful and there's there's a lot going on. So I can't wait to get, get to uh, weekend binge um, the shoplifting pact with Gracie Doan. Love it. What a weekend. So dial it in. If you haven't seen it, honestly, spend two minutes and watch, watch Gracie Doan. I had exciting. Well, watch the show. 
Watch the movie. It does, <laughs> two minutes. Well, I, I can CWP might not make it through the whole thing, so watch two minutes. <laughs> oh I don't know if he's a lifetime movie guy. I don't know. I am. I'm going to watch the movie. I, I'm, I'm going to watch it too, 100%. 100%. 100%. Um, anything else you want to talk about from yesterday's experience at Mullet? I know we talked about it with Craig. I know you have... Call just go. Just go. if you have a chance. If you're a hockey fan in this city and you, you're thinking, "Oh, it's too small for the NHL," don't worry about the NHL. Go to yeah. a college game there. It is, it's fantastic. They had a live band in the parking lot. There were people outside. It was just a great. Everybody's happy. It's a fun atmosphere. It's a team that's trying to win and make the NCAA tournament. Do you want to watch a team competing to win in Arizona? It's fun. It's that's physical. It's fast. It. It's a really good brand of hockey. Go. Like, honestly, if you get an opportunity to go to Mullet Arena and watch the ASU Sun Devils play this season, go. Because we've got plenty of former ASU Sun Devil students here that work in the studio, and they are, it's a wagon. Like, it's <laughs> going to be fun, and I guarantee they're going to go not just when they work, but when they when they can I said fun. I literally said last night as we were leaving, I was like, I need to come back as a fan. Like yeah. I, Students I, are going to catch fire on this. They are. I swear, students are going to find out that this is a big deal to get this yeah. ticket. Um, a couple nuggets that I didn't write about in my story, but I just want to mention because they're fun little nuggets. But I spent 10 minutes in the 942 crew, which was the, which was, I, I know I keep saying electric, but like that's literally the only word that it I is. can think of um, to, to, um, to describe it. But I met the 942 leaders Sutter and Preston, they were awesome. Um, Sutter had a literal mullet, like not a wig. Like not a wig? Like his hair was actually a mullet. couple of cool notes from the 942 crew. So there, if you've been to an ASU uh, basketball game, you've seen the Curtain of Distraction. So much like the Curtain of Distraction, they're doing a thing called Penalty Killers, where they dress up in like Halloween costumes oh. and try to distract the opposing team when they're on the power play. Brilliant. So that, you know, kind of helping out kill the penalty. So that's a fun thing they're doing. The other amazing thing that they're doing is the 942 crew is actually voting on one of the stars of the game every game. So every game, the 942 crew is putting out a poll on their Instagram to vote, and the students get to choose get to one, of the, one of the stars of the, of the game. Brilliant. Involve so, the students. Brilliant. Really cool. It's a hockey family there. I'm telling you. It is. Um, and also. It's just a minute away from being a, a hockey a hockey university. I also met an usher last night who said to me uh, he loves hockey and wants to see games. So he got a job as an usher. Saw both goals oh. last night. Huh. Amazing. Uh, not everyone can get. Didn't a, have to buy a ticket. Got paid for it. <laughs> not everyone can get a job as an usher to see the games. But when I go back as a fan, I will be using the Game Time app. PD bought tickets for, bought his, tickets for his son, son. True story. on the Game Time app. If PD can use it, so can you. Yep, I figured um, it out by myself. They were cheaper than face value. That is confirmed yep. literally with the ticket yep. office. Um, so if you want to get out to a game at Mullet Arena, they're home again next weekend. Craig's Colorado going. College. Colorado College. So check out Game Time. It's the best place to get last minute tickets. We also have some Cardinals games this week. Um, so those tickets are available on game time. It's cheaper even when you buy them last minute, which makes no sense, but it's true. So check it out. You can save up to 60% when you do buy last minute and not just for sporting events, but for concerts and shows as well. And the best way to support us is by buying your tickets th through the link in our description. So whether you're watching us on YouTube or listening on audio, scroll down to the description Click on that link to buy your tickets and let us know if you do. And yes, there are Coyotes tickets on Game Time, and I haven't seen them cheaper anywhere else than the Game Time app. So if you are looking to get to a Coyotes game this year or you know before the end of 2022, definitely check out the Game Time app. And uh, I know we already kind of plugged it, but check out my story. It's cool. To, I always plug Craig, but this is I get to plug myself. Um, check out my story at gophnx.com. Give it a read while you're there. Become a member. Sign up for an annual membership. You can get the shirt that PD is rocking today. Sean has his um, coyote mosaic. I couldn't yeah, think I, of the I word for a second. Think of it. The, the mosaic, which just got restocked, by the way, and so did the purple Cody shirt. So grab those from the PHNX locker. It's holiday gift season. It's it's coming quicker yep. than you think. So it's a great place to grab gifts for your friends and family. The PHNX locker and Craig is just pumping out stories seemingly more than once a day so last night he was texting me it was 2 30 in boston and he said oh just published my story so like all hours of the night craig huh. is writing um so become a member and join a members only discord 
which during games, it, like I know we're here for pack therapy for after the game, but sometimes you need it during the game and that is in the Discord. Today we were trying to guess what Craig's middle initial is, S, what his middle name is. Craig S. Morgan. We've heard Stanley, Stephen, um, there was another I one like I can't Seymour. remember. Ooh, Seymour? Oh, Seamus? Seamus? Sigmund? Um, Sean. Sean. <laughs> Could you Sean, imagine? Sean, Steve, I would almost James. be upset if his middle name has been Sean this whole time, but he's never said anything. There's no that, would that be? way. So, so continue to put in the S. And nobody Craig let him into, know that we're investigating this. Yeah. This is just something we're doing on the side for fun because this is what we have to do to get yeah. through the Coyote season. What is the S in Craig S. Morgan? Let us know in the Discord. Um, Sean, can we see the upcoming schedule really quick before we head out? Well, it's off to Canada, off to my. It's not like a tennis match. Doesn't it sound like a tennis match? It's like Wimbledon, six two, six three, six love. Like it's <laughs> tennis, and he wins the third set. Never mind. All Sorry, right. no one got that. Somebody got that at home. Hopefully somebody no, got that. No, I got it. Yeah. I got it. So where's their first win, Leah? I'm still saying Toronto. Toronto. Really? Yeah. Wow, Toronto know, on Monday, Montreal Thursday, Ottawa Saturday. I'm standing by Toronto. Is there a win at all in that week, or is it coming? I later? think Ingram shuts the door on the 22nd in Ottawa. Shuts the in door, a day as game. in like shuts out. I'm not gonna say shut out. He shuts the door. Okay. I hope and they get the first win back. on Saturday in Ottawa behind Connor Ingram. I hope Nick Schmaltz is back for that game because he had unreal success yep. against the Ottawa Senators last season. Yeah. Um, anyway, it That's will be win. it will be very interesting to see what happens. <sighs> that <laughs> you, was my side. You're stuck. Yeah, you're stuck. Yeah. Silver side. Yeah. Um, anywho, anything else? For no, I I think let's gear up for Toronto. It's a team that they that this team plays very well against home and on the road. They've done really well in that building in Toronto. Um, oh, PD 17? 17? <laughs> this has to be a record for most documents. This might wow. have to be a record. In game two, 17. That seems Se- early. Somebody to be fair. Okay. At some point last year, you should stop counting. So yeah, there were stop. There were sometimes. Oh, we we're counting, counting for me. I've had three. We should start adding to the upcoming schedule graphic that also has the old scores, like the side counts. Yeah, it's not a bad idea. Six to three loss, seventeen size. We should just add it. Love it. So I am. I I I'll try to say hopeful for this game in in, in Toronto. I'm hopeful. Just based on history, but you look at the two rosters and it's it's just. On paper, this just does not look like it's going to be a good night. Yeah, but last year, oh, we either way, said the same thing. We'll be right here. We will be right here, right after the game, live on the PHNX Sports YouTube channel. So please subscribe, hit the notification bell, so you never miss a live show. And please go watch the PHNX Sun Devils postgame show from last night. Also, if you, after this Absolutely one. Absolutely do it. Um, it's, it was an amazing show. Um, so do that. And then follow PHNX Sports across all social platforms. You can follow... Um, the Instagram, the TikTok, the Facebook. The Facebook. <laughs> the fa- Sounds like me. I literally, you got to be on the Facebook. The, face- the Facebook. <laughs> um, any social media you can think of, PHNX Sports is there. And then, of course, follow us on Twitter at PHNX underscore Coyotes. PD finally danced. I did. And now we're on the road to 4,000 followers. Yep. We're getting close. Share it with your friends and with your family, with people who are just getting into hockey, people who might be curious about hockey. And before we go... It's that time. It's the time for the punch How far are we into this season? Not far. Good Lord. Not far, but it's somehow more fun with stars. I will say this, and this is the (laughs) second show with the NHL Draft Rewards card. That is absolutely money. It is money. That is really, really good. It brings me, like, the stars. Something about it being stars just makes me feel a little bit more Did you notice the punches aren't even centered? Like, they're different on the first and second star? Like, they're legit (laughs) punches? Like, that's that's attention to detail. I'm impressed. It is unreal. That's really, really good. It's an unreal graphic. And uh, two down, 80 to go. I guess we should just end every show like that. Two down, 80 to go. Well, for now, while I can still count. (laughs) You know how far away that is? It doesn't matter. HK till draft day. We're all in it together. We're here for pack therapy. We'll get through it. You can follow each of us on Twitter, at Leah Merrill, at S. Peters Hockey, Craig, at Craig S. Morgan. The S is a mystery. I saw Sam. Yeah. And uh, I saw Sullivan as well. And you can follow Sean, at Sean underscore Depause. Yeah, it could be Spencer. Uh, Anywho, this has been a lot of fun. It's great. Two down. Two down, 80 to go. 0-2, oh, six we'll goals a game. Whoops. Perfect. 
The tank's looking great. Bedard's looking Bedard. even better. Let's go. Let's go. LFG. Enjoy the rest of your weekend. Everyone will be live again Monday after the Leafs game. Until then, we'll see you on Monday. You know, if you haven't checked out What Chaos yet, you oughta, because we've had all your favorite players on the show. I'm talking Seth Jones, Lena Solmar, Connor Bedard, whoever it may be. We're live every day on YouTube at noon Eastern, but also available on all podcast platforms, including the one you're listening to right now. We got guests, and yeah, we're also doing a bit of chit-chat, goofing around, laughing at what makes us laugh in hockey. So regardless of how deep you are into your hockey fandom... Come listen to What Chaos. We'll talk about your favorite team. We'll talk about your least favorite team and everybody in between. And we're having a ton of fun doing it every single day, Monday through Thursday. It's What Chaos, presented by All City Network. Here in America, work is in trouble. We've offshored our manufacturing, sent away good jobs, and lost so much ability to make things. American Giant is a company that's pushing back against this tide. They make high-quality clothing, sweatshirts, jeans, dresses, jackets, and so much more right here in the USA. Visit American-Giant.com and get 20% off your first order when you use code STAPLE20 at checkout. That's 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com, promo code STAPLE20.